0: Hey kids, welcome back to another episode of the Gospel PC Kids cast. This is Ash.
1: And this is James. And as always, it is great to be here with you.
0: It sure is. Now James, you're a dad, right? This is true. Okay, so I've got a question for you. Is it ever okay for your kids to break rules that you make?
1: Okay, uh, don't tell them, but technically yes. Really? Yeah and they kind of know this actually because I might say something like all right everybody in the car now and then a minute later I'll be like why aren't you in the car and be like oh because I'm helping Maddie tie her shoes and it's like okay fine that's a good reason for not (laughs) listening to me okay fine good good just get the shoes done get in the car.
0: (laughs) So I guess you're making rules a lot of the time to try and do the right thing by your kids and keep them safe or get them to places on time but sometimes Life has other plans and sometimes we actually need to break them in order to do the right thing.
1: That's right, there are rules that I set because they're meant to help things run smoothly but sometimes those rules need to be set aside to to do something loving or good or kind or something like that. So yes, there are some times when my kids can break my rules.
0: Okay, well that's good to know because in today's Bible passage, there's a bit of confusion about whether to keep rules or break rules or if what people are doing is breaking a rule or not. So that's, uh, I guess, a bit of good background information to know while we read
1: this passage. So let's get to it.
0: now time for our bible passage so today we are reading luke chapter 6 verses 1 to 5. So this is only a short passage, but we want to make sure that we can uh, really dig into it and understand what is happening. So before I read it, we might need to understand what the word Sabbath means. So James, can you tell us what is Sabbath?
1: So Sabbath was the day of rest for God's people in the Old Testament. So the idea was they went to work six days and then on the seventh day, they would have a day of rest, which they gave to the Lord. They wouldn't do any work as a way of showing that they loved him and trusted him more than their own efforts and it was like also it was a great day just to spend time thinking about God and all the good things that he had done for them so that's what Sabbath was and in the Old Testament it was on a Saturday.
0: Ah so not a Sunday. Not a
1: Sunday Old Testament Mm, was on Saturday.
0: Interesting well with that in mind let's read Luke chapter 6 verses 1 to 5. Sabbath, when Jesus and his disciples were walking through some wheat fields, the disciples picked some wheat. They rubbed the husks off with their hands and started eating the grain. Some Pharisees said, why are you picking grain on the Sabbath? You're not supposed to do that. Jesus answered, you surely have read what David did when he and his followers were hungry. He went into the house of God and took the sacred loaves of bread that only priests were supposed to eat. He not only ate some himself, but even gave some to his followers. Jesus finished by saying, The Son of Man is Lord over the Sabbath. that is an interesting passage and James maybe you can just talk us through a little bit about what's happening in the passage
1: right so we've got Jesus and his guys his disciples and they're going through a wheat field just like it said and the disciples pick some wheat and what you have to do with eat you can't just like eat it straight you've actually got to sort of rub it together in your hands get all the hard shell bit off and then you can eat the soft stuff that's inside Mm -hmm. so that's what they're doing yeah now Like we said, it was the Sabbath and that's important because as we just heard in the Old Testament, that was meant to be a day of rest. And there are some religious dudes there, the Pharisees, and they look at Jesus's disciples and say, you are picking grain and rubbing it. And that's the same thing as working because you're harvesting it and then threshing it to make it ready to eat and everything. So you're working and you're not allowed to do that. Now, What do you think, Ash? Does that seem like a fair way to read the rules?
0: I don't really think so. I mean, for starters, I don't think that picking a bit of wheat really classifies as work. Like to me, that's not, you know, you're not slaving away and you know, it's only a couple of seconds, no harm done. Right. But at the same time, I guess um, it is a good question to ask, is that really obeying the rules or not? And do they need to obey the rules?
1: Yeah, it's definitely a good question to ask, like what are we allowed to do on the Sabbath because we should be concerned about making sure we're honouring God. But it does seem like the Pharisees are taking a pretty strict way of reading this rule. Yeah. And we know from other parts of the Bible that you were totally allowed to walk through somebody's field and grab a little bit of wheat if you wanted a snack. That was fine. So this whole question of whether you could do it on a Sabbath was you know, one they could argue about. But either way, it seems pretty strict, right? Yeah. So... Jesus doesn't say that what the Pharisees are doing is wrong. He doesn't say that they're being too strict, but instead he tells them this story about when King David in the Old Testament, before he was king actually, uh, had this experience where he went to the house of God, the temple, and he took some bread that the rule said only the priests were meant to eat and he gave it to the people that were with him. And Jesus does this to try and show them that there are some times when the right person can say, we don't need to follow these rules because there's a greater need. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, it does. And it seems like from the example that Jesus has given with David. It's also not just the right person, but with the right motivation, right?
1: Yeah, that's right. So it's not like David could have just for any reason eaten the special bread that was meant for the priests. His men were hungry and he wanted to take care of them. And so he was willing to break that rule in order to love them well. And then Jesus finishes this by saying, okay, you've heard that David did that and that was cool. But he says the Son of Man is Lord over the Sabbath. Now, the Son of Man, that was a special name that Jesus called himself to remind everyone that he wasn't just an ordinary prophet. He wasn't just some other teacher or rabbi because the son of man was this fancy title from the old Testament that referred to the one who God was going to send to be the savior of Mm. the world. Right. And so by calling himself the son of man, he's sort of saying, I'm the guy who decides what we can and cannot do and the sabbath isn't the boss of me i'm the boss of the sabbath yeah right so there's kind of this whole thing going on where jesus is teaching the pharisees that he has come and he is the one who is going to be best qualified to teach us how to live right so like we were saying with that story at the start uh if my kids see that there's a good reason to break my rules then that's okay and I'm actually okay with them doing that because I see what they're trying to do and Jesus here is saying I'm okay with my disciples taking this grain because I'm the guy that gets to decide uh what happens here so just like I'm the boss of my house and I can set aside the rules if I want to Mm
0: -hmm. Jesus
1: is the boss of the world and can set aside the rules that he's made if he needs to
0: yeah that makes a lot more sense I think I think I understand this passage better now
1: Yeah, it's good. And it's good because it helps us remember when there's a rule that we should always think, okay, what's the rule there for? And what does God really want me to do? Now, it doesn't mean that we should take God's rules lightly. It doesn't mean that we've got permission to just break them however we want. Like you said, why we're doing it is really important, but it does help us to see that Jesus wants us to first seek to love people and to care for them. And sometimes that means that we need to recognize when rules are there, to teach us something else, that there are often times when we might wanna do the better thing.
0: Okay kids, it is now time for our special guest of the week. Today we have the awesome Grace. Say hi Grace. Hi so grace is one of the teenagers at church i'm sure you've seen her around she has many many siblings (laughs) so it's a big family and um thank you for giving up your time to speak with us today grace
2: yeah it's absolutely fine i'm excited
0: So I thought it would be really cool to ask you some questions about um, what your experience of Kids Church was like because you've been at this church since you were born and you've gone all the way through Kids Church and now into Inferno. So was there like a takeaway that you had from your time in Kids Church? Like what was a really cool experience?
2: I didn't really appreciate the adults just taking time out of their week to teach us all about God and I remember towards uh when I was in about year five and year six we did a topic of just the bible generally and I remember learning heaps and heaps of stories about God and yeah I just really loved his power and learning about um all sorts of things and yeah I really loved kid church
0: yeah that's awesome did you have a favorite leader
2: Really? <laughs> Good answer. Um, okay. <laughs> That's okay. Um,
0: and if you could go back and do kids church again, what would you do differently?
2: I'm not really sure. Maybe I just get more involved generally, maybe like serve them more and see like how I can help out, like Cleaning towards the end or just seeing if I can do anything for the leaders. I'm not really sure I wouldn't really learn differently, but I just want to serve God as best as I can
0: Yeah, that's such a great answer and I think we always like try and encourage (laughs) Some of our kids to clean up at the end doesn't always go to plan So if anyone's ever able to Mm -hmm. volunteer, it's always so appreciated (laughs) Mm -hmm. and last question for you is Uh, What advice would you give to the Kids Church kids at the moment?
2: Um, I guess I'd say, you know, God loves you. And, you know, no matter what you might be going through, God is just always there. And something that I really love to think about is, you know, whenever I'm going through something, I just think God's up there in heaven. He's got a plan for all of us. He's got a great mind up there and he's always watching out for us. So, you know, next time you might be going through something a bit tricky just understand that god still loves you no matter what and everything's gonna be okay
0: (laughs) that's awesome i think that's such a good message particularly for at the moment with everything happening in the world it all feels a bit uncertain doesn't it but god is always Mm -hmm. in control thank you so much for your time grace it was awesome to chat with you
2: thank you great to be here
0: much, Grace. It is always nice to hear from our teenagers at church. James, you get to work with the teenagers a lot. They're a pretty cool group of kids, aren't they?
1: They are very cool. I'm very blessed and uh, they seem to like me, so I appreciate that.
0: At least someone does. It's
1: true. <laughs> <laughs> I feelers. No, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I'm good. Sorry, I'm just joking. It's okay. Joking. Yeah.
0: It's now time for our question of the week. And this week's question comes from the wonderful Kate, who is in year one. Thank you so much for sending in your question, Kate. Let's listen to what you want to know.
2: Hi, my name is
0: Kate, and my question is, did God create himself? Okay, James, did God create himself?
1: Another great question. Always excited to hear from you guys out there. So, Kate, did God create himself? himself the answer in one word is no but i can give you more than that that's okay so god has existed forever that's like a really hard thing for us to think about because nothing else has existed forever god is the only thing that has existed forever everything else has a beginning but god is what we call eternal which basically means that he has lived for Ever. and in fact that's one of the things that makes God God and which makes him different from everything else he is the one whom is not bound by time he didn't need anybody else to make him or get him started he simply always has been and of course he didn't make himself because if he had to make himself then he would have been around already before he made himself which doesn't really work either <laughs> so the best thing that we can say is that God did not make him. Nothing made him. God did not need anything outside of himself to exist. He simply always is and always will be. And we can see from a couple of other uh, places in the Bible where we talk about, you know, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, but God was around before the beginning. And we see other passages that talk about how God is eternal and he lives forever and always will be. And so all those things mean that we can have complete confidence that the Bible teaches us that. God has lived forever and always will.
0: And that wraps up another episode of the Gosford PC Kids cast. I have had such a great time. Um, doing this podcast for you guys and getting to hear your questions. They are so, so interesting and have challenged us every week.
1: And as always, I've enjoyed reading the Bible with you, Ash, and thinking about all the kids at home that are learning and listening with us. It is so cool to get to read God's word and get to learn a little bit more about what Jesus teaches us about himself and about how to live, so that's great too.
0: It really is. And if you guys have any questions that have been on your mind or maybe have come up um, after hearing the passage read today, then why don't you record your question and send it to us? You can do so by clicking the link in the show notes and uh, we will be able to have you on the podcast, which would be super, super exciting. Uh, James, would you mind praying for us to wrap up?
1: I would love to. Dear God, thank you so much for all the good gifts that you have given us, especially Jesus. Thank you that He loved us enough to come into this world and die on the cross and pay the price for our sins so that we who believe in him can be forgiven and live with him always. Thank you that you have been around forever and that we will get to be with you forever in the future when we believe and trust in you. So may we all do this together this week and live and love well for you. Amen.
0: Amen. Thanks, kids. We'll see you next week. See you then. Bye.